This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Let's fuck this shit. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? For sure. Um, would you like to take some calls? Let's take some friggin' calls. Hey, bunnies. It's Sarah Sib. I'm just wondering... What is the fucking point? Oh, Sarah. I mean, the point of life is to make friends. The point of the NHL is to hit your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a method of making friends. Um, but you know what? You know what I said to you this morning? I said the biggest what? flex, the biggest flex that I have is telling people how hot and smart and talented my friends are. And how they're all really genuinely good people also. And Sarah's one of those people. So I just think that, uh, you know, we've been able to cultivate our friendships and our relationships. And even though it's really hard to keep keep those up right now, like we're all doing the best we can. And Oh my God, I love all those memes that are all basically just like, I, I don't know how to have friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, like nobody does right now. No, I don't even know how to talk to myself. Congratulations to everybody who's learning how to have depression right now. <laughs> But Welcome. Like, um, and nobody thinks any less of you for having a hard time keeping up your relationships right now. Um, anyway, we don't need to have an hour of therapy on the show. We can just have 10 minutes of therapy and I will bill you for it later. You want me to read this? Um, I will read this to you because it is a question for you. Oh, okay. <sighs> oh, God, I'm so nasally. Hey, bunnies. This is Brenna from Mississippi. This is a question mostly for Christina since, as a fellow ADHD haver, hockey has become my latest hyperfixation, and I just started watching it like three weeks ago. But I was just wondering if you have any tips to keep myself occupied during the two months between the seasons. Love the pod. It's kept me sane while binge listening to it over the last week. So we got this a couple months ago. So Brenna, I hope you're alive. I hope you made it through uh, the offseason. I hope, you, I hope you got through it. That's a good question. What, uh, you know, what do we get up to? Well, you know, what's been really interesting about quarantine is that I've been cycling through hyperfixation so much yes. that I I think that like the best advice that I could give you is to just don't judge yourself for getting bored of something. Yes. Brenna, if you like don't like hockey anymore, it's fine. You'll probably like it again in like two weeks. Like don't beat yourself up about it. After the Lightning won the cup, first of all, did that happen? I don't even remember. Who's to say? There were like two months where I was like, I don't say the word hockey to me, please. <laughs> please. I would say it. Do not speak to me. Do not speak to me of these men. 
it's fine. And now I'm back chilling. These things cycle around and it's okay to get super into weird shit. And then suddenly like two weeks later be like, okay, actually, um, I never want to look at this ever again. But to actually answer your question, if you have ADHD, try um, embroidery. That's what I've been doing. Like a psycho, it's like a psycho for five months now. My it's girl been really fun. Did some sick embroidery for me for Christmas. It looks very cool. You can do it while you watch TV, and it's something to do with your hands, so it's fun. I haven't been doing any hobbies. <laughs> you I don't have, have any you got hobbies. a Peloton. Oh, oh my God, I got a Peloton, and. I don't, your wife. I don't want to deceive you guys. Like, I'm not... I feel like a lot of people think that when you get a Peloton, it means that you're, like, an influencer. Or Tell them about the APR, baby. Have that money. Or getting the bag enough that you can afford a Peloton. No, I am I am paying for this in monthly installments. Uh, Audrey will be paying for this Peloton for, for the, the next rest of five my life. years. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. Totally worth it. <laughs> the price of fitness. Hi, bunnies. Hope everyone is surviving COVID well. Uh, Just wanted to say a big welcome back. And I have a couple questions. One, how have you guys been keeping busy while our world is falling apart? Um, And is everyone still a fan of the same team? Does Christina still love the stars? And is she surviving without Tyler Sagan? And then, Audrey, how was being in D.C. during this hellish summer that we had and are you excited to see big z on the caps all right can't wait to hear back still a stars fan uh i'm gonna die a stars dallas clap clap stars clap clap i've actually this has been really cursed but i've really come around on joe pavelski recently another cancer I know he he just did this amazing play where he was in the faceoff circle and instead of hitting the puck with his stick he kicks he kicked the puck behind him Ooh. to uh, to Rads and it was just so cute I love the stars what about you how was your hellish summer in DC Audrey oh you know it's been a hellish this, this city is hell <laughs> I mean really just you guys you guys know the vibes you know what's been going on here the past like three or four weeks we had one wednesday when we were uh when i was like oh so we're going full civil war and then the next wednesday was impeachment wednesday and then the wednesday after that was inauguration wednesday and here we are it's the end of the month i'm still here things where's are fine. our two thousand dollars where's my check joe biden but also <sighs> am i still a caps fan yes do i know who plays for the caps this season <laughs> like there were so many moves in the off season that I was just like, oh my God, we're going to have to talk about this on the pod. Oh my God, we're going to have to talk about this, no, about this on no, the pod. And I'm like, no. no. Well, also for DC, like the thing that sucked up all the oxygen was the Zidane Chara trade very right. shortly before the season started. And then there was that whole thing. They signed Lundquist for a year and then Lundquist found out that he had, was having really serious heart issues. Um, so like the goalie thing was also taking up a lot of oxygen. So basically like... I was watching the first couple of games of the season and they started talking about Daniel Sprong. And I was like, who the fuck is Daniel Sprong? Sprong? <laughs> he's been in the league for how long? I'm like, he's playing like his 100th NHL game. I have no idea who this guy is. Every day we have to learn about some more guys. That was basically the, the saga of the Eastern Conference was just like a bunch of Pens players got passed around. So I'm still kind of figuring out where all those guys ended up. The Pens diaspora. <laughs> okay so we got a text if you had to bet your life on it would you rather have the lightning or the abs win the cup 
or the field? You know how I feel about this. Who would you predict? Who would I pick a Lightning or Avs? Yeah. I am going to go crazy and I'm going to say Avs if they can get their goalie situation figured out. You know how I feel about this question. I've been saying the last three years, like, Avs are my team. Love those boys. Andre Burkowski forever. I think that last year, again, like, this is a situation where you have to stay healthy. And mm-hmm. they had really, 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 really terrible shit luck in the playoffs last year with injuries. By the second round, when they played the Stars and the Stars knocked them out, they were down to their third string goalie. They were missing their top defenseman. Gabriel Landeskog was out. A couple of their other top forwards were out. That's what I worry about with this season is I worry about a really unsatisfying playoffs where everybody is just dead from this, how fast everything's been going. Yeah. At the same time, like I can see that happening. What I can also see is that people stay healthy longer because the season is shorter. But again, that depends on being able to not play three games in three nights, which we're already seeing is probably not going to be reality. The Avs, their opening night, they uh, lost their first game to the Blues, 4-1. to But then they came back like two nights ago, beat the Blues 8-0, to one-upping your Dallas Stars in their 7-0 season debut. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I think as long as they can keep that power play kicking, I really hope this is the Avs year. You guys know Nathan McKinnon is my favorite NHL player to watch. And I really want to see him win a cup with the Avs. So. I think he's going to do it. And I also don't think that – I don't believe in repeats. I think they're rude. Yeah. There should be term limits. Right. On cups. To make it fair. <laughs> exactly. Like, you should have to skip a year the year after. Just one. Nothing Just crazy. one. Hey, Christine and Audrey, this is um, Office Space Mark, or actually I, actually now I guess I'm Home Office Space Mark from Kansas, and just had a quick question for your show next week. Um, so do you guys play hockey yourselves? And either way, if you do or you don't, if, if you did play, um, who would win between the two of you? So thanks for coming back. Excited to hear the show next week, and uh, thanks again. Bye. Oh my god! Do you play hockey? First of all, do you play hockey? I've never been on skates. <laughs> never wore ice skates in her life. But that is changing on February sixth. Really? Yes. My boyfriend got a reservation at the like the down like place downtown where you can skate around. You're gonna break into United Center? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna break in and I'm gonna skate with the boys. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust my ass like right in front of the bean. It's gonna be great. That's so nice. Uh, so no, I have never skated. Do you play hockey, Audrey? Um, so I don't play hockey. I do know how to skate and I have played kid street hockey, um, actually when I was really young and I was always the only girl and I would always get my ass beat. Unfortunately, like, while a lot of people I think would take that as like encouragement to be like really good at hockey and be like, I'm going to kick your ass next time. I was like, no, no, that's okay. Like I've had enough. (laughs) This is not for me. (laughs) It's called knowing your limits and your boundaries and that you were just healthy (laughs) from a young age. I am quite positive that Audrey would kick my ass at hockey and just about any other physical challenge. I feel like a beater is something. I have a more balanced center of gravity, I think. Yeah, and the fact that you've been on skates before, huge advantage yeah, over me huge in that regard. Advantage. Uh, I did. I actually learned to skate at the Caps back when it was Kettler, back at their um, training facility in Arlington. Shout out Boston Mall, Arlington, Virginia. 
That's so cute. Was it like a you can play kind of thing? Uh, no, it was definitely not that. It was actually my parents signed me and my brother up for skating lessons. This was like right after Kettler opened too. So it was probably a special. And it was every Saturday and I would cry before I they made me go because I did not want to go and stand around with a bunch of strangers and possibly embarrass myself. I was like six or seven. But my brother was in younger kids mm-hmm. class and I was in the older kids class. And I remember being so mad. Because they gave all the boys hockey skates with a different kind of um, – because you stop differently in hockey skates than you do in ice skating skates. And they gave right. all the girls ice skating skates. And I was like, oh, I want the hockey ones. Oh. And then I tried the hockey ones and I was like, oh, actually, no, never mind. <laughs> this, this is not for me. I like stopping on the tips, not on the sides. <laughs> you know what? We live and we learn. We live and we learn. This was also probably like right after the Winter Olympics at some point. So I think, like, everybody was signing their kids up for skating lessons because we were all obsessed. Not in Texas, baby. Were you a big Olympics kid? Yeah, I'm still an Olympics person. Yes, I love the Olympics. (laughs) Thank you for talking about my favorite subject. Yes, (laughs) I love the Olympics. Did you have, like, a sport picked out as a kid that you were like, damn, this would be my sport if I were an Olympian. This is what I would want to do. Well, I mean, (laughs) this is very funny. But I, one of my best friends when I was a kid was an Olympic level gymnast. She, I, I would go to her uh, gymnastics gym with her for open gym. And I had this delusion, like from watching all the other little girls do the vault, that I could do the vault. So I remember just like running like a, like a flat sprint mm-hmm. and then just hitting my stomach directly on <laughs> the vault because I could not actually flip over it. But yeah, no, I thought I was going to be like a real ass gymnast, even though I was an enormously huge child. You could have been the first six foot tall Olympian, Olympian. <laughs> gymnast. With just bad towering. Knees. I think Sean Johnson was like four foot eight or something. I also read a lot of books about horse jockeys. I don't know why there I wanted go. to be so tiny. Anyway, what what was yours? What did you imprint on? Uh, luge. Oh my god! Because I love going fast and I love lying down. <laughs> so you could do both. I just want to be aerodynamic. <laughs> completely smooth. I was just like, oh my god, that'd be so cool. Like, you get to wear the little suit, and you get to, like, run really fast for a little bit, and then you get to lie down. And just, like, hope for the yes. best. <laughs> also, the one where they do the velodrome, where the bikes go up on the wall. Yes! That one is sick. Oh my god, I love the Olympics. We have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned this summer. Just kidding. I'm pretty sure they're gonna get cancelled. Well, actually, the NHL better hope they get cancelled. Because if they get cancelled, then they can go a little bit further into the summer. Anyway, nobody cares about that but me. Well, Christina, here we are again. It's the end of uh, episode one, season three. We did it. I was kind of worried I forgot how to do this. It's just us hanging out. It's like riding a bike. Just like riding. Oh just my like God. getting back on skates, right? <laughs> exactly. Can you ride exactly a bike? Like that. <laughs> yes, actually. Would you like to tell people where they can reach us for next week's episode? Please, please, please call in with your questions or suggestions for next week's episode at 774-318-6952. You can follow us on Twitter at actputbunnies underscore pod and on Instagram at actputbunniespod. Please rate and review the show on the platform of your choice. It is the only guaranteed way that I will read your messages. It's just like DMing us. (laughs) Please give it five stars. (laughs) And don't forget, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash puckbunnies. I'm Christina. I'm Audrey. And this is Puck Bunnies. Bye. Bye. See you guys later.